Star Wars session. Extra, extra, extra. Danny Fulbrook. BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay, listen, I know Star Wars, it's got some good music in it. It's got some good music in it. But has Star Wars ever had music better than this? Come on! Jewel of the Fates, the iconic music. I'm getting my Star Wars nerd on here. <laughs> the iconic music used when Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn battle on the planet of the Naboo. One of the defining moments of my childhood, to be honest. But exciting news for Star Wars fans. Obi-Wan Kenobi is back to our screens. Ewan McGregor will once again be saying hello there. As he dashes back on a Disney Plus series later this year. They released the first trailer. I've been speaking to non-Star Wars fans who have been like, oh, this looks good. This looks, this looks exciting. But why? At this point, why? I mean, come on. Star Wars has been going on since 1977. How are people still excited about it? And do people still care about Obi-Wan Kenobi? I mean, really? To get to the bottom of it, I am joined by two Star Wars superfans who can hopefully explain the appeal of this just a little bit more. We've got Luke Bly and Matt Hudson. They're from the pod- podcast Star Wars Sessions. Hello to you, Luke. Hey, you are right? Listen, you've got to say hello there like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hello there. Very good. And hello there to Matt Hudson. Hello there. Oh, uh, hey. That was very good. That was very good. Guys, welcome to the program. You guys, I imagine, know your Star Wars, right? We know uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah we, we, we dabble. We dabble. You've just seen a couple of the films. You know the bits. Okay, <laughs> Luke, are you excited by a new Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Oh, my word, yes. I was excited anyway. You know, I think a lot of the Star Wars kingdom was, but that trailer yesterday, oh, man. Were you, were you, how many times have you watched it? I think I've watched it like 10,000 times. No, probably over 10 times, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot. That's that's proper Star Wars fan stuff. Okay, we've got your credentials. We know what you're up to. (laughs) And Matt, okay, have you been excited for this Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Is Ewan McGregor handsome? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. I've been, no, I've, honestly, I've been looking forward to this since it was announced, and um, finally getting that trailer yesterday was was something really special for Star Wars fans. We've been waiting for this. Okay, Matt, but can you, mm. can you explain why? Why do people care about Obi-Wan Kenobi so much, especially Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi, considering those Star Wars films he was in aren't much loved anyway? You're right. Well, I mean, in terms of Obi-Wan, he's been there since day one, 1977, May 25th. He's, he's an OG. Now, <laughs> um, for the for McGregor, Ewan McGregor, he's usually held up as one of the best parts of the prequel trilogy, as you say. Not universally loved, but we love him. And, you know, he's kind of almost cheeky, chappy routine at times. And his caption of Sir Alex Guinness's mannerisms, 
they they captured a lot of people's um, hearts in like you say in films which you know were fine. We we enjoyed them. He was the best part. He had the best lines. He had the best memes have come out of it. <laughs> and um, obviously, it, he was one of the two two or three focal points of those films. And uh, obviously, fans have wanted to see what happens in between the, his last film and you know Alec Guinness's first film. Okay, but maybe, Luke, maybe you can explain this right because. Uh, uh, listen, I've always been a big Star Wars fan, but after, you know, the last Star Wars series, Book of Boba Fett, is mm. sometimes too much Star Wars a bad thing? I think it's all about quality over quantity, right? And sometimes it can feel like there's a lot of content coming our way. But fortunately, you know, I like a lot of food and I like a lot of content. And <laughs> this seems like a good bit of food to me, you know, as long as they land it, as long as the story is justified, right? As long as there is a reason for this story, something we can come away with, feeling like we've learned something, maybe we feel encouraged. Hey, listen, the, the, the world is unfortunately a crazy place right now. And that's a, that's an understatement, but this might give us the, the little bit of spark of hope that, that we need some, some much needed escapism. Okay, Matt, what are you hoping to see from this show then? Like, what do you want to see from an Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Well, like Lukey Boyce said, obviously justification, but I want to see um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, still coming to terms with what happened in episode three. The last time we saw him, you know, the Jedi have gone, his Padawan and best friend, Anakin, became Darth Vader, spoilers. Uh, so how is he going to react to that? He's looking over Luke Skywalker so I want to see a little bit of that internal conflict, a bit of psychological drama going on. But at the same mm. time, I would be remiss if I didn't say I want to see Obi-Wan Kenobi ignite that lightsaber and fight and take a few falls down. Because how many more chances are we going to get to see you and as Obi? I'm not sure we're going to get too many. So yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing. I know we are going to get a big fight, but I, I want to see you uh, and McGregor as Obi-Wan fighting once again. But I'd like, I'd like to see a really decent character-driven story in amongst all the spectacle and the and the explosions. I want to see you know a reason for this, and I want to kind of dive into the character and psyche of Obi Wan. Okay, mm-hmm. well, okay. There are, I guess, though, there are still some concerns, right, from Star Wars fans, right, Luke? Because Wait. because because obviously, Star Wars fans are a group of people who you can never make happy for one. Uh, <laughs> but our, our breakfast presenter, Andy Collins, loves loves Star Wars. Um, he's not good on spelling, but he sent me this text message, and I think you'll get what he's trying to say. He said, "I would be excited for this Star Wars show and would enjoy it if it wasn't set on Tandoori again." Now. <laughs> I think he means Tatooine. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Tandoori was a planet in Star Wars, but well, Tatooine, Tatooine, Luke, we've seen a lot of it, like big, lots of sand. Is, is it, are we going to see lots more sand again? Well, he does live on Tatooine, you know, and I understand that we've, we've seen Tatooine a lot recently, but if you look at the trailer, a lot of the trailer is them off of Tatooine. They're in different exactly. places. And I think I think this sto- this story is Obi Wan is getting drawn away from Tatooine. Right? We know his job in this story is to protect Luke. Right? So what on earth could make him leave that planet? That's the story. I have some guesses. I have some ideas. Oh, you know, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll uh, you'll have to listen to our podcast to know that. See, <laughs> there you go, a little plug. There we go. There's a plug yeah. in there. Well, this is the thing because you you guys have a Star Wars podcast, right, Matt? Yep. What what 
honestly is a star wars podcast day to day because you, you get maybe a star wars film at this rate every few years you get a couple of series every now and then what do you talk about on a star wars podcast week to week well, uh, we like we talk about obviously what's coming out. So if there's any news, we talk about the news. In the next few weeks, it's probably going to be pretty Obi Wan heavy. But otherwise, we we like to look back. We'll have a, we'll have a character study on one of the uh, one of the major characters, or we'll look at one of the major events, or we'll tackle an era. We did we've done things like uh, specific uh, specific scenes. We've broken that down, and the, we did a great episode: the Japanese influence on the Last Jedi. So we kind of we roll with the punches and see what's coming, and if not, we've got a we've got a ton of uh, episodes we can't wait to do. But Star Wars is is the gift that keeps on giving. It's such a big old universe, and there's so much to talk about and dive into. And a couple of geeks like us, we find it fairly easy to come up with uh, talking points each week. Well, this because there, there's going to be people listening to this, guys, and don't, don't get me wrong, I I can read about Star Wars all day, and I often I do, but there's going to be people yeah. listening to this saying, "Oh, come on, you, you you watch it, you move on." There can't possibly be that much to talk about, that much to discuss, can there, Luke? No, there is. It is a deep mythology, and if you just want to turn up at the cinema, eat some popcorn, and enjoy a film, then that's fine. That's fine too, but. You know, Star Wars was originally, it was a fairy tale, you know, and George Lucas, he was very much into psychology and sociology. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of uh, commentary with the films. There's a lot to dig into. And hey, listen, we, we got people from all around the world tuning in. We've got a nice little community and uh, there's always stuff to chat about. There's always controversy and there's always uh, little interest, <laughs> interesting tidbits to uh, chat about. We're never bored. See, We're never it. bored. But- I don't really understand football, right? And sometimes, yeah. Chris, who works on my program, he, d- he does a show about sport. And sometimes you tune mm. in and there'll be someone really angry and upset on the phone about something that happened in a football game. And they'll, they'll be quite passionate about it. And I'm like, I don't understand what they're on about here. I don't understand this. What is it, do you think, guys? <laughs> What is the thing that upsets Star Wars fans the most? Because sometimes a Luton fan will be upset about, oh, the formation we played is a disgrace. But what is it that gets on a Star Wars fan's nerve? Oh, man. Well, again, yeah, Star Wars gets on a Star Wars fan's nerves. But, I mean, in terms of, when we, even with this new trailer, there's been, a, there's been people who have been upset with how some of the characters look because they've been adapted from other formats of in the franchise. So that's upset a few people. Um, sometimes how certain characters are used. Maybe they don't conform to what people have grown up believing they were going to be. So, I mean, the short answer is most things, but um, sometimes it can be simple things like a you know character, the way he looks, the way he talks. So, um, yeah, always oh, his head's the wrong shape, that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I see how it is. I see how it is. Well, look, guys, if you want to find out more about your podcast, where can they go? Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. We'll be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Uh, and you can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. We'll be there. Star Wars Sessions. Right. Okay. Well, guys, to sign off, I want each of you to give me uh, another Obi-Wan Kenobi meme. We've already done the hello there's. Matt, over to you. Give me another blast of Kenobi, please. Another happy landing. Very good. And Luke, yours? Uh, I'm not brave enough for politics. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, guys. (laughs) 
Hello there. General Kenobi. Oh, it's Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening now. We're racking through it. Quarter to nine. It's the beginning of the end of the week with Lola Young. So sorry, it's BBC Radio Berkshire. And it's another day. Another day spins round, which must mean it's time for Disney Plus to pump out another Star Wars spin-off series. And what do you know they have? It's called Kenobi. It follows Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan between the events of the original films and the prequel. Here's the trailer. The fight is done. We lost. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. You cannot help it. Where is he? The Jedi Code is like an itch. Very little in that sentence makes sense. Will the series live up to all the noise? Let's find out. Matt Hudson is from the Star Wars Session podcast and joins us. Matt, thank you for being there. No, thank you for inviting me on. Looking forward to talking to some Kenobi. <laughs> well, listen, how have we got to this point in it being released on Disney Plus? I mean, it feels like I made a joke about it earlier, but it does feel like we're getting new Star Wars stuff every other week at the moment. Yeah, we're getting an awful lot. I mean, this was this has been in production for a while, or at least in the thoughts of Lucasfilm. It, it was originally going to be a film, uh, and now it's in its current guise of a Disney plus series. And, you know, I, I'm happy for it to be a series. And of course we've got another series coming this year and or we've got more Mandalorian. We've just had one about Boba Fett. So we are getting quite a lot of content. And if you're a star Wars fan, it's great. As long as of course the quality is good, but yeah, this was supposed to be a film. And obviously now Disney plus is clearly Lucas, Lucasfilm and Disney's uh, preferred format going forward, certainly for the next few years. So Looks like we're going to get a few more as well. Well, it's interesting you talk about quality there, because sometimes you could argue with uh, Star Wars films and the rate that we have had them. Maybe the quality's been lacking. I know every, everyone went in on the, the, the prequels that came out, the whole Jar Jar Binks gate. Uh, <laughs> what, what about these newer series that have come out on Disney Plus? So Boba Fett and The Mandalorian. How have you found them? Well, the Mando, when it, the first series, that was very much an unknown. We're like, who's, who's this lone gunslinger who looks a bit like Boba Fett in different armor? Uh, turns out that was really good. Uh, and a lot of that was also due to the introduction of Baby Yoda, everyone's favorite little green goblin, the, the real green goblin. Um, that was great. Mando's been well received by fans and critics, quite importantly. Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett came out and it was fine. You know, I think a lot of Star Wars fans, for the most part, would say, it was pretty good. You know, it, that is a story about a character who didn't really do or say much in the original films, regardless of the the legend he somehow got. But the series was okay. You know, it's fine. It's come and gone. And I think we're going to move on to bigger things now. And, and are they still capturing your attention? Then have you got, have you got like an endless stream of excitement for new things Star Wars? Um, on 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 the sessions, we're a couple of geeks, so they'll always capture our imagination but yeah i mean it they well, i don't mind i don't mind if they pump out you know f six seven shows a year all i care about is the same amount of love and passion and craft 
uh, is going into each one. That, that's that's what I'd rather. I'm very much a case of you know the story's got to be there, and that's kind of with with this new show, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's what I'm most intrigued about. Is is the story there? You know what 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 was the reason for this series existing? Now what what twisted the arm of Lucasfilm and Disney to finally commit to this? What, what's the story? And that's what I'm here for. I'm, I I love I love the spectacle. I love a set piece. I love a lightsaber fight as much as anyone. But I do need the story to be there. So as long as they can keep putting out good shows with good stories, then I'll always be there to commit. So what is it about Obi Wan Kenobi's character that y- you think will draw people to watch? a whole series about him. I think a lot of it is down to Ewan McGregor back in the role again. Ewan McGregor, he's he's a great actor. I think everybody knows that. And he's come on leaps and bounds since he was in the Star Wars prequels in the noughties, 90s and noughties. But Obi-Wan's been there since day one. He was there. He's been around since 1977 when Star Wars, A New Hope as we know it, uh, premiered. So he's always been there. He's been a huge character in the saga in general. And I think he was the kind of the main reason why the prequel trilogy got more love at the time than maybe people thought it should have got. I don't mind those films, and I've certainly grown to appreciate them a lot more. But a lot of people say Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan was the best part of that trilogy. He saved, you know, he he had some duff lines, but all of them have been memed now. So I think a lot of people are just excited to relive that nostalgia fest as well. And, and Obi-Wan himself, we, you know, he, in the last film, he lost his Padawan, you know, Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. All the Jedi were extinct. He had to go into exile. I think there's a story to be told there as, as a character study to dive into more than just big set pieces. So I think there's an intrigue of well, what, what was he doing between episode three and episode four? Was he just sitting watching Luke all the time or was he getting up to other things? It's interesting you say that what you want is it them to be made with with love and with a, a passion for the stories that have come before. Now with the with the most recent Star Wars movies, the the last mm-hmm. Jedi ones I think they were with with Rey and all of that stuff. I don't yeah. really know where it sits on the timeline, but they were knocked around and JJ Abrams did his best and then we had the solo film that came out that I think was done by someone else. Do you did you feel that with those movies that there was the love and there was the passion to make and make it a new brilliant Star Wars film rather than just get some out in the cinemas so they can rake in the cash? Yeah, I think the problem with the sequel trilogy, those three films, uh, seven, eight and nine, they are the sequels. They're set after the the old films, the old uh, four, five and six. So I, uh, the problem is there was a lack of planning and it's fairly well documented that the, the directors of seven, eight and nine, there wasn't really a handover. They kind of directed their own film. The next one just sort of had to pick up the story from there. There wasn't an end game. There wasn't a goal at the end. You know, we've got to, re- we've got to reach this part, this story point, And this, this, this has to happen. Either side of that, do what you want. There wasn't that. So whilst I don't, I do believe that there was, you know, individually there was love and craft and passion put into these films because they're, they're beautiful looking films. And I enjoy all of them, even the last one for the most part. But it, they, they lacked that cohesion, which we're seeing in the streaming series. The streaming series, they have a connectivity, which is clear to see that's being planned out. The sequels, as much as I enjoy them and as much as I enjoyed seeing characters like Ray, there was a lack of planning and cohesion, which is noticeable. You know, there were things added which you thought, well, I'm not entirely sure they set that up, but OK, fine. Uh, and as far as Disney's concerned, they made a lot of money. So <laughs> I think they're happy either way. 
I remember really enjoying the solo film. It was a real caper, a proper thriller. Now, listen, Matt, you, you've, you've spoken about the podcast, how it's uh, a bunch of, you know, you're very geeky and nerdy about the Star Wars movies. You properly <laughs> dive into that. Uh, tell us all about it. The Star Wars Session Podcast. Yes, well, uh, we've been going for about four years now. Me and my co-host, Luke, who's obviously not here today, but you know, we're still flying half a ship. We've been doing it for a few years. We met on a forum like Geeks, and we, we, we realised we literally worked about 100 yards away from each other in Essex. Out of all the places in the world, we lived about 500 steps away. So we met up, had a coffee, and since then, pretty much every week, we've been putting out Star Wars podcasts. We either talk about you know what's happening in the news, so a la at the minute, Kenobi, or we deep dive into the older films, some character stuff. We get guests on, so cast and crew members from the films and the animated series and the games. So we basically just spent every week, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., pretty much without fail, we're there talking Star Wars. It's lighthearted, you know, it's family friendly, it's it's for everyone. And, you know, more importantly, we we we're we're best mates, we're good mates. We enjoy chatting to each other each week. So it's it's fun to do that. And, you know, we've got a great community. Uh, around the world who who love the show and that that makes it you know just worthwhile but star wars is the gift that keeps on giving you know there's there's always something coming out good or bad for us to talk about i i say this with all with all the love but it's such a a brilliantly 21st century thing isn't it well i I met this guy he was just down the road we became (laughs) friends and then we had to start a podcast that's what happens isn't it well listen matt hudson from the star wars session podcast thank you for joining us (laughs) kenobi (laughs) Can you go?